get a break? I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I actually got a break. Did you get a break from potting and, 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 and whatnot? I did, actually. Um, I got a break from practice. So kids was on break, still on break. Um, potting. Yeah, I don't. Uh, for no chill, we didn't do the last couple of episodes. We just still kind of all got together and hung out, but we didn't. We didn't actually record anything. Okay, okay. Yeah, got a little bit of break. I enjoy. Um, Man, I had to find stuff today. I'm like, where's my microphone? <laughs> all my stuff stayed set up, and we recorded. What was New Year's Sunday? Yeah, yeah. We recorded. Yeah. We recorded Studio Flow on Sunday. And that was just our year look back episode. So all my stuff is like right here. Um, let's talk about uh, my surgery real quick. That um, yes, tell me all about it. Um, so I got I had the surgery Friday, and I didn't know what to expect. This is my first, I guess, major surgery because I think that when they asked me, sometimes they they thought about they brought up wisdom tooth. And I was like, uh, yeah, I had that before, but I don't know if that was a major surgery. I think anything you have to be under for is considered like surgery. Yeah, but um, they didn't ask me all that because <laughs> no. I could have told them. I could have told them I wasn't under for what no. I was numb, but they had, I had the choice, and it was more expensive to be knocked out. So I was like, no, nah, I'm good. So this is the first time I had an IV in me. Um, they went over everything with me and Sarah. And you had to meet. I had to meet with the doctor. Obviously, he went over things. He told. He told Sarah, he's "Like, look, I'm gonna talk to you now, and I'm gonna talk to you again. I wasn't gonna see him no more. Like, I just saw him in the beginning, and then the anesthesiologist. I met with that guy. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is not a knock on what's name, but I don't know how people go who are like in and out of the hospital for whatever reason. And I'm only talking to those who don't like take care of themselves." I didn't like the whole being pushed around in the um in the bed. <laughs> it felt weird. And cause you're going through there and you're seeing other people on the bed and you see the other people. I'm like, this is this isn't fun. But um, so I get in there and I'm always nervous. Cause I think um when I got my wisdom tooth taken out, they gave me something to breathe into. And I was like, is it gonna work? Cause I got these nasal polyps. So I just remember going into that room and he Absolutely said, it's gonna work. Said, he said, he's like all right you about to go to sleep and two seconds later i was knocked out and the next yep. thing i remember was him waking me up yep and and it and because of the surgery i had i remember them saying we gotta put something in your throat because mm. they're going in your nose so they have to keep yeah. my mouth up so i could breathe i'm wake up in the bed sarah was talking um uh, talking to me this is the funniest part we'll get into this too because it's things we missed when i wake up Sarah says you were in you were in there so long no she's like this she said I told your doctor wow he was in there so long R. Kelly released an album and when she told me that I thought it was a joke like oh I was in there a long time ago then I was like wait he really released an album she's like yeah we'll get into it it really wasn't official blah blah but I'm in there I'm bandaged up like my whole nose is bandaged and I'm sitting upright and the nurses and everybody was like, all right, you got to do, you're doing what they're like, oh, you're doing so good, blah, blah. We don't see any blood or anything. You're doing blah, blah. And they were like, all right, we need you to sit up. We got to do this. Man, as soon as I sat up, all this blood starts coming Ooh. out Ooh, of Jesus. my nose. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and this is the craziest part. So they're like, you can't, this is my, these are my rules. I had to sleep upright for the next two to three days. So I slept down here because I had this recliner chair. And I was like, all right, I can make sure because you got to have this blood flow. You have to change your God, your gauze. That's what it is. Gauze. Your gauze like every other hour because it's just bleeding. Can't blow your nose. Right. That sucked because you want to just like get this stuff out. Push it out. Yeah. Can't blow your nose. Can't exercise. They're going all through all this. Can't do this. Can't do any physical activity. I said, can I walk? They were like, yeah. I was like, bet. So the past couple of weeks, I was going to the gym just to walk because that's all I could do. As the time went through, was going by, I was able to breathe pretty well. I'm like, okay, okay. cool. So I go to my first post op. <sighs> they go, go to my first post op. I'm thinking I'm going in here. He's going to ask me some questions. Leo, how you doing, blah, blah. He did all that, and then he went in my nose. And when I tell y'all he went in my nose, there is a camera. He's like, hey, you want to go see what you want to If you want to look, they go so doggone deep in my cavity, and they start pulling out. And what I can tell you, from what I can describe to y'all, basically think of a paper clip with gauze wrapped around it was deep in my nose to keep my nostrils, I mean, my nasal passages open, and they started pulling that out because a wire came out. I'm like, what the hell is this wire or whatever? Oh, I had to do a nose. I had to rinse my nose, too. With this little sinus rinse, with saline rinse. All of this sounds horribly uncomfortable. Oh, oh it was to the point where like tears were coming down my eye because he is pinching a nerve. And I, y'all can't see it. I'm pointing to her, uh, uh, to Michelle about it. So before they do that, right, they're like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I can breathe, blah, blah. Bet. They start pulling stuff out of my nose. You're going to breathe way better than that. Another two weeks go by. I'm breathing better around Christmas. Some of my smell is starting to return. I'm like, oh, I can smell the ham. I can smell these sweet potatoes, blah, blah. Nice, nice. We were recording this on a Thursday. I went in yesterday thinking, yo, all right, bet. I'm just going to tell him, blah, blah. He's like, oh, how you doing? The, the nurse practitioner, the nurse was in there, or the medical assistant. She was like, how you feeling? You feeling good? Yeah, breathing well, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's look up in there. In the right nostril, they start pulling out a little more stuff in there, going back in there. And the this is why it's painful, guys. Not only is he going deep in my nose, they're use, there's like a little vacuum cleaner that they're using. So y'all remember when y'all go to the dentist? Uh-huh, they <laughs> and used to and they the... use that vacuum in your mouth. And then uh, after a while, a good, you know, the good person would be like, you need some water, spit. There's no water for your nose. So they're drying out your nose and you're trying to breathe out your mouth or whatever. So he does the, the right nostril, pulls some stuff out. Then he goes into the left nostril and grabs a big chunk and he's like oh you're gonna be able to breathe way better i was like what is going on like why is this all the way in my nose finish up and i left this part out that first time he did this guys my nose bled so bad Mm. (laughs) and you know you if y'all been to the medical center or hospital you still gotta wear a mask so i'm going in there trying to get a new appointment i got my mask on and it is bleeding and this lady's trying to just give me a little blah 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 i get into the car i pull it off me and i drove without the mask back but if you could see in the car you would think somebody broke my nose so i get out the second time and it's like a whole new world i come home i'm like sarah i can smell the nachos you're eating i can smell the back of these fries i can do this i can do that like it's crazy and it's weird because i've been telling everybody that your sense of smell we take for granted and it's not magical 
as far as there are videos where, and I guess there's a, I saw a video the other day, so maybe this change of, there's videos of this child is hearing their parents call his name for the first time, uh-huh. or this person is being able to see for them. That doesn't translate to smelling, even though I did see a video of a baby being able to smell, but they was like, oh, so smelling candles or whatever. But so it's hard to describe to people like, fam, if you lose your sense of smell as much as I've lost it for like 10 years, and they told Sarah, oh, I know he had this for a while because in one of his nostrils, it started to graft to the bone. Like, so that's oh, wow. how deep it was in there. So um, today was another good smelling day. Uh, but this is scary, though, because when I'm smelling really well, and this starts to disappear. I'm like, is that because I'm stuffy? Do I have allergies? Like, what's going on? <laughs> now you got a whole other set of problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, I didn't realize I don't I haven't sneezed in years because oh, this was the craziest you part. Haven't sneezed? I rarely sneeze because there's when you sneeze, you either sneeze because there's an itch, you know, a tickle, or your uh-huh. body's trying to get something out. It couldn't because my nasal patches were blocked. So when he uh-huh. did yesterday. When he pulled the thing out, my uh, I was telling Sarah, I'm like, it hurts to breathe in and out. And she said, that's probably because the, uh, the nerve receptors, you know, back all the way back there haven't been used. They were probably mm-hmm. so sensitive because they've been so blocked. All right. That is the quick <laughs> version of the surgery. I feel better. I got to go back in <laughs> April uh, for my next checkup. And then I got a physical next month. Um, I was nervous, too, about. Cause you got to fill out paperwork for your job. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I, I was like, I brought it to my post op before I was able to go back to work. Obviously I've been back to work that fam. I got to miss 18 days off of work and it was the best. Oh, it was, it was nice. the, oh, yep. so great. So, so great. I had them. I had 10 days off of work that Thanksgiving, like week and a half or whatever. I was like, this is amazing. I should have just played the lottery. <laughs> just like, man, I ain't got to come <laughs> back at all. So, yeah, uh, they were great because they faxed over everything. So I was able to come back to work. But then I'm at work yesterday and I was like, yo, how much vacation I got? And I'm getting close to a month of vacation and we're able to carry. I've been there eight, maybe nine years. I'm able to carry 16. You were able to carry whatever your thing is in a half. So if I can have 16 days plus eight is 24. I'm at 23. I got to start taking days off. Yes, because my ninth my ninth anniversary doesn't happen to May. Don't worry, I'm gonna take some days off. I'm gonna take days off for my birthday and everything. Just like, just look, ain't nothing I can do about it. All right, we miss some holidays. Listen, I can say this is the first time ever. I'm gonna say ever um, that I had days left at this time of the year. Like I annualized in February. <laughs> That's when I was um, hired. Yeah, and so every February you get your days. And I have six days left before I annualize. And when I tell you, I have never had days left. <laughs> like, I usually am out of days somewhere back in October, okay? And then yeah. just have to figure shit out. I looked at my thing. And then for us, you can carry over. I don't know if this changes, but right now you can carry over like five days. Okay. And I was like, huh, do I want to carry them? Do I want to take some time off? Mm-hmm. Because in the month, I'm going to have more days. Yep. You might, might as well just take it off. Um, let's talk about the holidays. Um, how was your 
Christmas. Let's go. Let's start Christmas. Then we'll talk New Year's. How was your Christmas? Christmas was cool. Nothing special. Had some friends over. Did the usual, you know, listen to music, play some games, have some drinks. Um, you have to do any cooking? I remember you had, to, you had to do some cooking on Thanksgiving. Did you have to do any on Christmas? We pollucked Christmas. Okay. So everybody brought a dish, and that was great because I didn't have to do too much. Yeah, that is the best. Um, <laughs> did you give a good gift? Did you get a good gift? What What was that like? Um, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I gave out a couple of good gifts, really, because people wasn't expecting to receive a gift. And not that there was anything crazy. It was just like, hey, I thought you could use this item. So I got it. Uh, I received random gifts that I wasn't expecting to get. So, like, that was a thing. Um, the rest of it was really just, like, money. Oh, ain't nothing, I like that. I like money. <laughs> I would have to get my... Uh, I do like money. My parents some money. Which is weird. I think, I don't like how Christmas flips. How your parents go all out. And I start to argue, the older you get, especially, like, if you got a job at a younger age, you done gave your parents way more gifts than they done gave you. Like, mm-hmm. as y'all can you're like, I'm like, well, I've been working since I was 16. And technically, when, when, when did um, when the N64 come out? 96? Like, that was the last time my mom went really all out. The rest of it has been closed. But every year, they looking for they, what y'all get me? What you get me? What you get me? Mm-hmm. They said, I raised you. That's your like, gift. Exactly. <laughs> like, wait, wait, stop. Relax. So we had to go to two houses. On Christmas, uh, we've been off, y'all. I don't know how y'all, but well, y'all live in the States. Most of y'all live here. Y'all remember how cold it got? Going <laughs> into the holiday weekend, we had negative yeah. 37 uh, degrees. I thought I was going to get frostbite. Let me tell you. Oh, you went out the house doing that negative 37? So, Go ahead. Okay. I had to run to the grocery store because there was like no Instacart happening. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me run to the store, just grab a couple of items. Now, if anybody knows me, they know I don't really get cold like that. I'm talking about I will go the whole winter wearing a fall jacket. Like, I put on an extra hoodie and I'm great. But I was like, it's actually real life cold outside. So, girl, bust out your real coat. So, I bust out my coat. I bust out my little hat. I bust out my scarf. What I don't really keep is gloves, right? Oh, yeah. So, I'm like... Okay, you're just going from the house to the car, the car to the store, the store to the, you know, car to car back to the house. So, like, you should be all right. Baby. So, I go to the grocery store. And then I'm like, I got about eight bags. Mm -hmm. I don't have to push this cart to my car. I could just grab bags. John, let me tell you how. I thought I could do that. And then I realized these bags was a little bit more stuffed. Then I can actually yeah. like carry. So I end up having to push this cart the few yards, okay, <laughs> to my car. That time I got from like the door of the store to my car, I was like, holy shit. Like my <laughs> fingers was so cold, okay? Yeah. Like they were starting to hurt. Then I'm like, okay, fuck. So I pop open the trunk. I'm like throwing the bags in the car. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm at the point, like, it literally hurts. My fingers are in pain. It had to be three minutes. Like, I'm not even yeah, exaggerating. It don't take long. I threw the cart in the little, you know, cart station. And I got in the car and I'm like, turn on the heat. And, um, like, sit, I'm like, 
putting my hands in front of the like the vent. I'm sitting on my fingertips. I'm like putting. I'm like wrapping it in my coat. I'm talking about. I'm blowing in it because they just it hurt so bad. Like I couldn't even function. I'm just like, please hurry up and warm up. I look at my hands. They are so pink and purple. Mm-mm-mm. My fingertips look veiny, and I was like, what the fuck? It had to have been five minutes tops. Tops, I'm telling you. So I'm in the car, like you know how shit hurts. You shake, you yeah, shake your fingers out and shit. Up. You 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 rock back and forth. I don't know if this is like the usual thing that everybody do, but that's what I'm doing. I'm in the car, like whoo, shit, come on. So the car <laughs> next to me, they they literally do the same thing. And we, oh, they they get in the car and they doing the shake, woo, and they blowing in their hand. They cut the heat on and waving their fingers in front. And I happen to look over because now my fingers are starting to come back to life. And I look over and I couldn't even do nothing but laugh because I literally just did the same thing. And so the dude, like, getting his shit, and he happened to look over and I was like, I feel you. And he was like, yo, like, <laughs> you know how it is. You had that moment via car. Yeah. We like, shit, bitch, what the fuck? So I'm like, I think I might have some type of glove. So I'm looking at like my glove compartment and I got the little thin ass net ones, you know, like oh, the yeah, little yeah, yeah. cheap ones that be like five dollars or whatever. But they was they 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 made it work. They ain't got nothing, but it, it it did what needed to be done for at least the rest of the time. So the weekend before Christmas, uh Sarah got her Christmas gift. I ended up getting her tickets to go see The Lion King, um, the musical, right? And mm-hmm. we go, <clears throat> we get to uh, Union Station downtown. We take uh, a Lyft, Uber, I can't remember which one, to to the Cadillac Palace, Cadillac Theater. Oh, whatever, y'all know what it is. Um, <laughs> I don't remember if it was at the theater. We get in there, there was a line, but some dude came out and was like, yo, if y'all already got tickets, come through, blah, blah. Um, long story short about Lion King, that show was amazing. And Lion King, I'm uh, sure. Lion King, it's not even my favorite Disney movie. It's Aladdin. Aladdin's coming in May. And I'm probably go- they gave us access to get tickets to that early. And I want to go see that. Um, show was phenomenal. My favorite song is Be Prepared. Uh, I can argue that that's the best song in that movie. In the array- and Sarah did not, was not a believer until she saw mm-hmm. the arrangement of Be Prepared. <laughs> and she was like, okay, you right. I was like, because Lion King is her favorite Disney movie. So long story short, I said, yo, it's kind of be cold. It's going to be cold. Whenever y'all go, y'all know this, when y'all go to an event like that, you like, if we go and get a ride share right after this, it's going to be super. It's going to be crazy, yep. So she's like, oh, so what are we going to do? I said, yo, we can just grab something to eat while we're, you know, while we're here because uh, we don't have to, so we don't have to wait. We can wait a little longer for ride share. Um, it's kind of cold. You, you probably don't want to walk back. Oh, no, I'm good. Let's walk back. I'm like, no. you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. So it's even colder in you when you're in the metropolitan city downtown because it's blocking mm-hmm, everything. The con- yeah. We walk my good. And I promise you, the Cadillac uh, Palace Theater is 10 minutes away from Union Station. <laughs> I promise this 10 minutes felt like an hour in that I'm cold weather. And I was prepared. I knew that that Sunday was going to be cold. So I went to Target and I got me a new little hat. I had a scarf. I had me some gloves. Sarah had nothing. I got Sarah a nice coat. She wanted to wear a leather jacket on top of a oh. 
uh, she does have a heated vest, but I'm like, the coat on the vest would be even better. So we get, we're getting all the way down there. We are, we almost have like, um, maybe a couple of blocks and I'm like, yo, take my gloves. And she said, there's no point. I can't even feel my fingers. Let's just, let's just keep going. And she was walking. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you. Couldn't I didn't even have the coat that I had didn't even have the appropriate pockets. Like when I say not the pocket that you pushing from the side, it was the pocket you got to put your hands down into. Oh yeah, that. Like so, it wasn't even. It didn't even make sense. I was like, oh my god, and I'm how can I put my hands in my pocket? I can't push the cart. Yeah, at the like, same time, it's. Oh my god, I was like, this is the dumbest thing. Like nothing else was cold to me but my fingers. See, nothing. My boots was. My feet was good. My face was good. Everything. It was my fingertips. The wild part too. The weekend going into uh, Christmas. I think that was the weekend. It was really cold. They had predicted a lot of snow. And oh yeah. Sarah didn't want the snow, and I was like, "You would. I want the reverse. Like if you want to yeah. pick one, you want yo the snow because yeah. you know it's not gonna be that cold. Yeah, you take the sixteen inches of snow and it be melted by blah because it did melt later on instead of the five to eight inches of snow in negative 37 degree weather um on christmas uh, i don't even think we got that much snow no, like they, they was, predicted this huge ass ridiculous. now speaking of snow but buffalo oh yeah buffalo buffalo got fucked yeah and that was and that was their second one because they had one right before thanksgiving uh where people the, where was the, out there dying yeah it's weird because buffalo would be and I, maybe we just it's our ignorance because we're in America, so we don't cover Canada. It's right up there, Niagara Falls. They share. I don't remember Canada again. They, we don't ever hear about. Yo, Canada got a lot of snow too. It was just Buffalo has gotten this all this low snow, and a couple people died in their car, which reminded me of that's um, so sad. Yeah, the one girl was like, I guess she was on the phone with the police, and from my understanding, it was because the mayor waited an hour before the snow hit to tell people to stay off the roads. I don't understand. I don't get it. I mean, listen, we all have mayors, but I mean, Buffalo's it's small, but it's we kind of know what Buffalo is. So I'm like, yeah. do you wait on the mayor? Is that y'all still waiting on mayor to tell y'all? I don't know, but I ain't trying to blame anybody. Um, so <laughs> just these stories real quick. Go to my mom, my mother in law's house. Eat. I hate that we have to eat twice. Um, and then we got and then we got to go to my uh my mom and my mom and dad's house and bear with me with this story i'm gonna tell because i gotta get your thoughts and opinions on it i already know what sarah thinks i get to my mom's house and my uncle was there my uncle my uncle george and um he's over there talking to my mom and dad and blah blah blah, and me and my brothers are talking as he exits out my brother uh sarah asks where does he live and he lives on the west side of aurora and Aurora to Chicago is small, and I'm never going to argue with that. It's the second largest city in Illinois. It's got about 200,000, over, over 200,000 people. And the way our city is made up is, it's kind of, same way a lot of people in Chicago, just give y'all some hint, don't really be going to the west side if they ain't got no point to go to the west side. If you're from the south side, you'd be like, unless, I forgot what chicken spot is over there that you don't, if you don't fuck, yeah, if you don't fuck with Harold's, maybe you got to go over there, right? What? Same thing with Aurora. The way Aurora is made up, our mall is on the east side, the better part of the east side. But so you had no reason to go to the west side. Now, my mom was the only person from her family that lived on the east side. All my aunts and uncles lived on the west side. So my brother tells Sarah where my uncle lives. 
and uh he asked me he's like oh he live over on view blah blah and he's like you you remember where he's at and i was like no uh, i remember when he lived on blackhawk right my brother said oh yeah yeah yeah, that's where he lived i said okay so we get to talking about because we don't go to the west side that often especially when we started driving where uh could we get to our aunt's and uncle's house on the west side and i said i can get to everybody's house except for my uncle dexter and the reason being was when we went there uh it was at night and everybody else's house i've been to in the daytime so i was like oh yeah i know exactly blah blah why my brother started bringing up the fact that one time we went to our, my Uncle Dexter's house, uh, my mom had Boston Cavassier, and as we entered the house, I dropped the bottle of Cavassier. And he said, Ooh. Mom got so mad at you, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that, blah, blah, this. So as my mom get done telling her brother goodbye, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. He, mom, mom, mom walks in and Jermaine says, yo, you remember when John broke your glass of Cavassier? He still ain't never repaired that, you know, give me that bottle back and blah, blah. She, it was, like, it, it was as if it was yesterday. Sarah <laughs> does not drink dark liquor. And my, and by, and she was asking my mom, yo, do you drink straight up? Do you chase it with something? Let me get your thoughts on this. My mom says, nope, I drink it straight up and chase it with coffee. Should I be impressed or disgusted? I don't know. Okay. I have nothing for you because, for one, I hadn't had Cavarcier in ages. However, I had a friend who mom loved Cavarcier. And I'm going to chuck this up as an older generation thing. Yeah. Because we used to crack jokes about she would be like scrambled egg bacon's Cavarcier coffee. Oh, and we, so we, so you saying that I'm like, maybe that's maybe it's an older thing. Like the the closest I can think to this being okay is like espresso martinis. Okay. I like an espresso martini, and that can be a vodka, or I think it can also be a tequila, and and it is mixed with coffee. So I'm like, I guess that's cool, because I mean, you know, you can make a coffee liquor drink. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But um, the fact that it's like Cavarsia and coffee, like, and that's with my friend, mom, and they probably about the same age. Yeah. Then maybe that's the older generational thing. But I'm thinking, here's the thing about it. Before we move, oh, before, before I forget, uh, I bought, this is hilarious too. So I told her like, mom, I'll replace the Cavarsia. Show up there on New Year's Eve with a bottle of Cavarsia. And my Look dad, my dad is so mad. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? I just bought her. I said, I told her I was going to buy. So he mad that he bought a bottle. Of well, it. look, it'll last a little bit longer. Look, right. Yeah. My thing is, when when did my mom discover that coffee and coffee? Like, is there a diner I don't know about that you can get some eggs and waffles and you're like, give me a little cavassier with this coffee that they bring to the... How do you discover to chase it? <laughs> I don't understand this. Is that something? Maybe, that- maybe, maybe. It's like a nightcap. Yeah. See? Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, maybe you was out partying and you had some Cavarcier, but y'all up late and you know, Chicago got plenty. Well, you know, we got plenty of late night spots. You can go get you some breakfast and you have coffee. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> New Year's. We didn't do anything. I just made. What did I make on New Year's? I used. <laughs> I was at, I was a sales club and. Um, as I got older, we've gotten less and less White Castles, and 
To the, that is so random yo to the so point random. that the white castle we, uh this near me is on the west side of aurora and unless it's i'm going because i literally just had a craving for white castle no, the other day so, so i i was at the and they, i don't think they know this it's a couple of them was closed down so they have really up their frozen burgers up at the grocery stores so i went there i was at sam's club and i was like should I get this White Castle? And they eye right, in the microwave. And then I thought Never to myself. Never had them like that. No, I thought to myself, wait a second. I got that crock pot slash pressure cooker. Can I steam these jokers? And yes, you can. And That's it's probably amazing. Man, yeah. you just got to put like a cup of water in there. Mm-hmm. Put your little, little, uh, I forgot can what it's called. you throw them in an air fryer then? You probably could. If you throw a, a little look at you, I, I want to know. But all I did was go on YouTube. I'm like, can I steam these burgers in a pressure cooker? Sure enough. And Sarah is not the biggest White Castle fan. As far as the burgers, she loves the chicken rings and the cheese sticks. She was like, could you make they this a White cheese Castle? cheese sticks are amazing. <laughs> I don't know what it is about a White Castle fucking cheese stick, but they are amazing. I really ordered, like, I probably get White Castles every, like, six to nine months. It is very yeah. far and few. But when I do, I'm going to get two cheeseburgers, two jalapeno cheeseburgers, a six-piece chicken ring, and a mozzarella stick and live my best little life. So and good. they got some pretty decent cheese fries when I'm in the mood Yeah, for it. they do. They do. So, yeah, I think I, had, I made, the, made the White Castle burger, some Italian beef, and then we put, like, a pizza in the oven so we didn't have to deal with anything else. And Sarah went to sleep early. I was just, I went downstairs, which leads me to be like, do we at what point do we stop staying up to midnight and do you feel any type of way about it like oh you know what i don't here's the thing i think as we get older nobody asks anymore like as you as you get nobody when you when you get to talking to your friends and family hey you know happy new year blah blah nobody ever says did you make it to midnight oh you didn't you were kind of it's just like man nobody cares it's it was such a thing <laughs> as when you're a child you want to see what happens when the it ball happens drops. at midnight yeah but as you get older you be like oh, I, yo, you got to take that New Year's Eve nap sometimes to be like, yo, let me be Listen, ready. Listen, I take a daily. This is the one. Anytime I have a break like this when I don't have practice or something, that four to six o'clock is my nap time. It's such a good time. I, <laughs> when I got off, the crazy thing is when I got off of work, I was like, okay, I really want to take a nap. But I know John was like, we can record when I get off. But I really want to take a nap. And then I was like, well, if I we hurry up and record it, then I can take a nap afterwards. So when I hit you up, like, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready whatever you are. That's when I was napping. I took a nap. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here and I'm up and I'm like, he must be napping because you didn't say anything. Or yeah. I'm like, he must be distracted or something. And I promise you, I'm like, all right. So I'm sitting here watching Law and Order as one do. And then I laid down for like 20 minutes and then you called. <laughs> I was like, it was the jerk up. I popped up like, oh, oh shit, I fell asleep. Yo, the wild part is I had the phone next to me. And I set like an alarm for like five o'clock. And I just, and I didn't check the phone at, at five. And I looked at, at my phone now and I was like, oh, she texted me an hour ago. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought she got off at like five, <laughs> not 430. Um, I get off at four o'clock. Uh, cool. Is there anything else with the holidays? I tried to think, I was thinking about this today. I don't know what jogged this memory. The excitement I used to have, and I don't think it happened in high school. Maybe it did, and I can't remember. But going back to school after the Christmas break to com- compare and contrast what you and your friends got for Christmas. I don't know how women <laughs> did it, but we always be like, yo, you get in 64, you get a PlayStation, you get the. I feel you know, like, did I not talk to my friend over Christmas break? I knew this already. No, you know what? As boys, we really did it. 
we didn't really call each other like that because it was a, in my life. I'm not going to speak to all boys, obviously. The most of my friends stayed on the street with me. Well, some of our friends did. And obviously I talked to them. The friends that I went to school with, we didn't call each other in grade school and high school uh, until we started driving. Then you you okay. called your friend and be like, yo, you coming through or you want me to pick you up? And then it was, you know what? What was a, a great moment? I don't know if I, how well. It was a great moment when you and your friends were just constantly meeting new women and seeing if said woman had friends. That was just, <laughs> yo, can I come through? She got a friend, blah, blah, it was a good. It was a good little time back in the day. All right, we got to get to what we missed because we missed a lot. Um, let's. You want to talk about some babies we missed? We missed um, Nick Cannon, number twelve. Do we really be missing anything when they make? Let me. I can't keep up with Nick Cannon and his Cannon of babies. Who did he tell? Was it Anderson Cooper or Andy Cohen? Because one of them suggested a vasectomy, and he said, "My body, my choice." Being funny, um, but um, he said clearly, "I don't have a plan." When responding to like, are you going to have more kids? And I think it's more scary if you don't have a, if you're doing this unplanned. Could you imagine me just popping up like, yo, I'm having three or four kids this year. I cheated on Sarah, blah, blah. Y'all are like, is you crazy? I ain't got no plan. Yeah, like, yo, you I are really your think mind. The, the conversation and the, the agreements that you have to sign to be one of um, Nick Cannon's, yeah, cause this what you call them? Harems. Concubine. I mean, what you call them people? Like, uh, what what are we discussing? I don't know. All I know is the net worth isn't that much unless he got some stocks and trusts or whatever set up. He don't have to really worry about Mariah's kids. But the other 10, the mamas, what do they do? Because they always report on when they're pregnant. I don't know if they have real no, jobs. The, don't know these women. <laughs> Don't know these women, and then randomly these women be actually doing stuff. Like when I do find out, they be like, "Oh, she was in this, or oh, she okay. came from this." You be like, "Oh, okay." Uh, but like, do you want to be part of the Nick Cannon crew? And like, what does that look like? The Cannon kids. is he like you set up for the rest of your life? I if would you hope so. To have this baby by me. Summer Walker. Do you go into it like I don't plan on wearing a condom, so I'm gonna buzz. You good with that? Like I got all kinds of questions, and I feel like nobody really asked the questions. And what he just gonna tell you? I don't got a plan. Summer Walker had twins. Kiki Palmer is pregnant. She danced that on that SNL. That was the most random shit ever. <laughs> I'm talking about that was the most random wait, shit. Wait, and wait. I say that only because Kiki act like I ain't gonna say act like. So maybe, you know, you miss months in celebrity lives, right? Like, you think you saw them two days ago. It really was, like, six months ago. Because um, I think like, the last time she was just, like, dating is not working and I can't find a man. Or, like, you know, whatever the case may be. And then, boom, pregnant. What? Was it more random than Diddy showing up with a seventh child? Yes. And Carisha looking like, telling people, oh, she knew. But I'm like, so you were holding up this sign at the BET Yo, and then, why do you? And I'm not saying that Carisha wants a child with him. Maybe she don't. But why I feel like you doing the most <laughs> when it comes to this man that you're not really in a relationship with, with all these other women don't have to do nothing but argue with you. And they, yeah. I don't. All right. Um, and then that might be it for the babies. R. Kelly doesn't have a baby. That that was somebody else saying that Jocelyn was pregnant. She he doesn't have a child. Um, but he had an album. This is the thing, too. It didn't take much for me 
because I was under on Friday. But when Sarah, when I start, when we was driving back home, and Sarah told me, and I started looking it up, and I saw that the R. Kelly song album was called I Admit, I said, wait a second, didn't he have a 20-minute song called I Admit? And Sarah yeah, was like, that's why when I heard that, I was like, did he not drop this like four so, hours, four you, years ago? You were in the same mind space, and everybody was acting like it was new. I was like, yo, do y'all not remember this? It was a 20-minute song. I felt like I was one of the few people to listen to the whole damn song where he admitted really nothing. Um, and I guess they broke that up between something and some really some new songs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he did say Jocelyn was his fiance, but he didn't say he, uh, he, uh, that he wow. has a baby. Why is she the fiance? Why is Lifetime, you know, I was going to say, why is Lifetime doing a part three of Surviving R. Kelly? too yeah it's airing now and i'm like I don't- okay can we talk about i'm just i haven't even did enough searching and you be real good at this stuff so i don't know if it was on your list can we talk about miss jaguar right and all the tea she been out here spilling I, did she do new ones because i remember what she did it she uh, so i see her know. it just been like random stuff that i have seen like i remember her she talking was about going in on diddy and stuff and now the whole conspiracy about behind Aaliyah's death now i don't know if that stemmed from her but Rumor has it that they want to reopen this case because they don't think that it was like an accident that the Aaliyah died or how she died. Yeah, I remember. T- 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 okay, is this the new one? Let me see. Drags. They got cliff notes of this. Says Jay-Z slept with Aaliyah when she was a minor. Gives Carter, Pimpsey, Diddy, and Meg T. Jay-Z looks like a stalker in all the pics he has with Aaliyah. He does look crazy in these pictures. Um, and they said that I mean, I've already heard that rumor that that was one of the reasons why him and Dame fell out is because she chose Dame and not him. Da, 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 da. Uh, but I thought we heard about that the pilot wasn't supposed to be a, the pilot and his license was suspended. And it was a, it was a mess with that whole like situation. I so, And then I'm like, who are you? Re-? I guess maybe the people who run the airport, but the pilot did too. Like, so who else would be in charge? I don't know, but they was talking about how it is. she had a private plane, but Hype ended up taking her private plane and putting her on the other plane. And then apparently she wasn't ever even really conscious when they got on that plane. Yeah, she was she already was, doped she had, up on drugs yeah, or something she had to of like that a pain, nature. Pain, uh, like either extra strength aspirin. Or something. I heard about that too, that she was not aware. So maybe that you could do that part, but then maybe it's just Hype Williams. Like, again, if the pilot has a lot to do with it. Who hired that pilot? Because I heard he wasn't, his license wasn't ready. And then plus the, the shipment, like, because like, if you say, well, Hype put on it, but then how does Hype know, does Hype know that the pilot shouldn't be piloting? Does Hype know that they're putting all the luggage on there? Because it may be, because now you bring him up, is he the only other person who can get in trouble for this? Right. It is, like, and, and honestly, who, who gains from it? Because you would think, all right, Aaliyah is hitting her peak at this moment. We can make way more money off of her while she's alive than she is dead. And then you couple that with, it took damn near 20 years for her music to get to streaming. So they weren't even making music money off the music. Like, who the hell, if you was killing her, you was doing it because you want her out the way. But for who? Ashanti? I don't go, I'm confused about it. Like, who, who, gained a ben- who, yeah, who gained the benefit off of this? Uh, where were we at with this little list? Da, 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 da. Oh, there was some relationship news. Apparently, Chili is dating Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, I heard that too. Okay, all right. Lori Harvey and Damson are 
together? I heard that too. Is this all right? We talked about this before we got out. We uh took our break with the Blair Underwood and his friend situation. So I don't want to relitigate that. But while I I think while Michael B. Jordan and Lori were together, there's pictures of him hanging out with Damson. Is that too close? Can, I can feel we... like I said, but who's <laughs> to say they friends? Just because we was in the same group setting doesn't mean we friends per se. But they be plotting, right? People be plotting, even if they're not your and friends. They... they be like, yo, he mess up. I'm finna. <laughs> yeah, or, but like, hear me out. Like, hey, yo, I mean, me, me and Lori been talking. Like, how you feel about that? That's true. Did you hear about, they said that, look, Lori, um, what you call it? Has men signed NDAs? <laughs> I mean, who is she? Like, <laughs> hear me out. What is it? You know, like, Shorty, Shorty's cute, but like, does she have a personality that's not Shay? I feel like I've never heard her talk. Here's the thing, and maybe we'll find this out way, way down the road. So, uh, was this from like, why I... is she this elite? I mean, I'm, I just don't know. Remember when, what's her dude name? Kanye West, a.k.a. Yeah. One of his last rants since he's been quiet, relatively, was that Chris Paul had sex with Kim Kardashian. While Kim, I guess, was married to him, or while definitely while Chris was married to his wife, whatever. And I remember Sarah was like, I just don't get it. And I was listening to Higher Learning, and Van Lathan was the guy, the one of the, few black people at TMZ and he was the one who challenged Kanye West in that video and he said during the whole time when Ray said there was more tapes and Chris had her hand in it he did say there was more tapes and without going into detail he said there's a P tape and he said that's all I'm gonna say and that's the one they didn't want to put out because they didn't think that would make Kim look a certain way but to me once he says that I'm like Listen, man, men and women are freaky, nasty motherfuckers. And if you get the word in Hollywood, you can do what you want with Kim Kardashian. Then it's like she is game for whatever your fantasy is. She's up for I can see it. Maybe that's what's going to happen with Lori. We find out that she is into some of the kinkiest. And that's why you got to sign this NDA. And God's like, I want to try that. I want to get into this. Plus, she's small, so it don't matter. You could be five, seven, or six, eight. You can do some big man fucking with her. So it's like you can pick the chick up. <laughs> like, it really don't matter, man. I'm just like, I'm, I mean, that's nothing against her. Like, we don't know much about Lori. So I'm like, what is it that just makes her this, like, I'm a, it girl? I'm going to put this out to you, to you. I brought this up on Studio Flow. And what reminded me of this is Sarah watches Love at the Lockup. And that's on WeTV. And what WeTV also has is growing up hip-hop, which has... Bow Wow's on Atlanta and the Brat. Uh, and it, and the main one is anchored by the Simmons girls. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, should Angela Simmons or maybe Vanessa, shouldn't they have been Lori before Lori? And if they should have, what happened? I feel like Angela kind of was, though. Is it, was it, was she, did she have that allure because remember she did, the, I was a virgin situation. So maybe that's why men were, but after the virgin, I don't know. But I always felt like the men's had a, a special thing for Angela, and I'm and nothing against her. But I'm always like, what what is it about this person that's like 
is something about this person. But I do, I do kind of feel like Angela had that. Maybe not to, well, I ain't gonna say that. I think it's a little bit different because we have social media. Mm-hmm. So you see all of, you kind of see what's going on with Lori and Angela was probably that, that it girl in the time that we wasn't really big on social media or it wasn't really a thing yet. But I feel like everybody still had the same rah-rah for uh, Angela. Yeah. Uh, Lakeith. Speaking of Angela, she with Yo Gotti. I seen that. What are you, all right. I don't believe anything on the internet no more. This is just where I met in life. But what like do you think about, what do you think about the social media rollout of the relationship? And would Corny. you partake? No, okay, then nope. <laughs> I was like, is it going to be one day where we see Shell's birthday and we'd be like, who was that on her? Okay, this must be her man. Oh, this is how she letting us know we, she got, you wouldn't do nothing like that, huh? <laughs> Not a big showcase of it. Like, that is a thing. Oh, yeah. Like She's stepping out the limo. There's a photo. Yeah, like, I'm not doing all. Like, if anything, I mean, if I'm in a relationship and we take a picture together, we just take a picture together. But it ain't ever going to be like, oh, I came out. And I yeah. did get out of here. Who are you? Who are you? Does y'all feel like we need this shit? The wild part I is I don't care who you fucking. When it is, they're gonna ask for privacy. I'm like, why y'all didn't ask exactly. for in the beginning? Nah, I want y'all to roll out the red carpet when y'all break up too. I want the whole same delivery. So black women's weird boy, Lakeith Stanfield, was in the news. Oh, he was. Funny. He, he sure he, was. He was engaged. He can't. He popped out engaged. He was. Is he no longer engaged? No, he's engaged. He's engaged. Oh, and uh, shit. In the midst of him, you know, celebrating the love of his life, his supposedly ex girlfriend situation, Tyler Heard, took to Instagram to reveal that she shares a nine month old daughter named Apollo. That's some shit he would do. Not, not Adonis. Not Apollonia. Well, I mean, not Adonis. Uh, Apollonia is what I mean. Apollo. Okay. With the actor, quote, decided to leave being someone's secret family in 2022. Meet Apollo Stanfield, the 23-year-old wrote in a since-deleted video, which highlighted intimate. Yeah, she had all the photos. This is my, this couldn't be no situation. They was like um, how uh, 80 sitcoms were coming on. Um, so <laughs> alluded to the privacy agreement. So, however, in the comments that were also scrubbed, Lakeith alluded to the privacy agreement they had. Everybody got privacy agreements. Thanks for respecting my my not wanting to blast my chat on the internet. Very considerate of you. Uh, she she responded with, "Value your privacy is why you lied to people saying she wasn't your baby or that I was just a random. You value your privacy, but your girlfriend posts everything y'all do. Laugh out loud. Okay, all right." <clears throat> Here's the thing. Are you bitter? Why did I, we put like? Are you upset that he's engaged? Like why? Why did we make this big announcement? I the question. I don't even want to say bitter because that's not nice. But what what made you want to post this or blast it? Like what happened in that regard? Is it like because he moved on? Because I feel like he ain't started dating this girl a month ago, and true. decided to like propose. So they had to been dating for a while. So what made you blast it now? And it seemed like it came right after the proposal. Yeah, and that you to believe <clears throat> what he's saying about um, I didn't deny this child, blah, blah. Because the question to me isn't for Lakeith. It's not even for Tyler. It is for his the, the woman. Yeah, because I always wanted to ask this question, or my, this question always pops up in my head when I see these type of situations. How do women rationalize dating men? And this doesn't look like that situation if you to believe Lakeith, who don't see their kids. 
Like we would like if if it's it's weird because like if you watch Real Housewives or any kind of drama field reality show, women really feel a type of way about women fucking married men. Even though it's oh, they should be more mad at the married men than the woman who ain't got shit to do with that marriage, but they'd be like, "Don't keep your legs closed to married men." That's why Jacqueline and Wesley are allegedly about to fall out. Me about to fall out, right? But to be the same women who would date men who don't see their kids, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, she tripping." And they're like, "But then you want to have kids with this man? Like, this is kind of right. weird. Like, he's not trying to take yeah. it to court. He's not. Trying, he's just not see his child. It's one thing you don't ever have to see his child because he could be like, she could be hit." Hit, hit the guy up and say what's up for this weekend oh I'm hanging out with my son hanging out with my daughter I'll catch you next weekend that's different I'm just saying you. that man has never said he hung out with his kids or barely mentions his kids I'm like okay whatever uh, we, we, almost, we almost done catching up guys um, <laughs> we had some deaths DJ Twitch which was Ellen DJ that came out of no <clears throat> I know listen I understand Pain is pain. Bruh, no, but gee, look, hold on. What He's, the this, fudge? This what I'm like. It's just so. I don't know that man from a can of paint. No, because I, I didn't watch Ellen, and all I saw was him dancing all the time. And I was like, oh, okay, he seemed cool. Like he, I knew him way before Ellen when he was on. So you think you can dance? That's right. When He's I been first the introduced him, stuff like he been yeah. in the step ups. He like he did this routine. It was my very first routine. I think I fell in love with Twitch, and it was him and this girl, and they did Mercy. And I think that made I think that routine made me fall in love with the song, mm-hmm. and it was just such a show. And then I was very like in, like very much into him, and I would just watch all his stuff. And so like anytime you see Twitch, you be like, "Yo, this nigga finna kill it!" Like that yeah, was just yeah. like what it was. And then when he got on Ellen, and I was like, "Okay." And then you was like this DJ, and then you became like an executive producer mm-hmm. on Ellen, and you went through all these things. And then he's like all over TikTok, and he was just celebrating his like w- like anniversary with his wife. Y'all got these beautiful kids and life. And I know this is just a parent. Like I said, we don't know this man from a can of paint, but he, it just seemed okay. Everything seemed okay. Yeah. And then I think she said he left like weirdly from the house. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, what was weird about it? Like, he walked and I think didn't take a car or something of that nature. But I'm like, wow, like what happened right before he left? Like, what was that conversation? What what where has he been in a bad space and you just didn't notice? And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I'm just like, how did we miss something? And yeah. then for you to go and then I think suppose they said he left a note. And I know that is not any of our business, but I so want to know what this note said. Yeah, it, it's it's the thing with when with when deaths happen because you want to try to make sense of it so you can spot it or mm-hmm. you can avoid you like oh no wait wait so this happened blah blah but yeah I didn't like the fact that uh Columbus short chimed in and was like he had money oh, problems God, why? Like, why, why? Why? why what are we doing and so I was wondering if that might have been the start of some things right like you had the call you had the incident that was going on with Ellen and her show or whatever that part is and then you had um I guess them wrapping up the show and then you have Nella and I'm like was that a, a big trigger for you like losing that maybe um and then you've been doing this every day and this is part of your life and now you're kind of like what do I do with myself cuz that part's to be, be be a part of it but then I'm like what about your wife? You seem to really like love her and yeah, your kids. Were, and I think they were doing videos up until like yeah, a week or so. On literally, TikTok or whatever, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, I, I followed them. Like, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't like it. Like, why would you? I'm talking about, I was genuinely shocked. Like, I was really just sitting here in awe. 
And it was so wild because one of the one of my coworkers, one of the agents at work was like, hey, yo, did y'all see? And he said his entire name. And I didn't know Twitch by his entire name. Yeah. And I'm like, he like uh, blocked. Like, I can't even think what his first name is. But like Twitch Boss. Steven? I was like, is it Steven? Steven. Boss? I think so. Okay, maybe. I'm like, it was like Steven Twitch Boss. And I was like, wait. Like when he said it, I'm like, who the heck? And I, But I was like, you know, I had to go. And I'm like, Twitch? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about, I'm at work like I knew this man. Like in real life. Hurt. 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 Um, Barbara Walters passed away December Barbara 30 passed. at 93. Yeah. And then right on New Year's Day, they found Gangsta Boo um, dead. And to me, just as shocking, I didn't know Gangsta Boo was 43. I said, wait, how old was you when you was in 3-6? Like, fam, you was like 17 or 18? Talking about um, Late Night Trip and Late Night Creep. I forget the name of that song. But um, yeah. That came out of nowhere. And then what's, what's really sad, they think it's drug-related, fentanyl. And I just remember her making fun of Busy Bone for not taking his drugs. And I'm like, oh, but you was you had problems with drugs, too. <sighs> All right. Um, as well, I looked up DJ Twitch, uh, I saw this article that happened today. Judge Lynn Toller's husband, Eric Mumford, dead at 71. So now she she's um, been on marriage boot camp and she used to be on di- divorce court, which is like was divorce. I mean, condolences. That gotta suck. Um, does divorce court is that was that really real? Like, cause you and your partner. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea. Like they're really selling y'all. Di- I I never look up divorce court because I never was the biggest divorce court or daytime court television. You know, yeah, there was a there was a time, guys, where uh, what's old dude name? The dude from Detroit. You a crackhead. I know a crackhead when I see a, I can't remember his name anymore. Judge. Because it's not Joe Brown. Because that dude's an asshole. <sighs> What's the dude's name? Judge. Famous TV judge. Because I know Judy. I know Wapner from People's Court. Mathis. That's what I'm thinking of. Judge Mathis. He judge was good for Mathis. a joke. He was good. He was good for some fun times. But other than that, it was... Nah, I, was, I couldn't do it after a while. I was like, all right, I'm good on this. All right. I know y'all been waiting. Y'all almost an hour in, guys. The biggest thing we have missed was the trial of Tory Lanez. And I'm glad because, boy, this should let y'all know. Stop getting y'all information off the internet because them people was up there trying to paint a narrative that it looked all good for Tory and all bad for Megan. They was, uh, I didn't understand why people felt like they needed to choose a side in this situation. I don't know. It was men versus women. Oh, another black man. Another. And Tory Lanez kind of has a history of violence, but does he? Yeah. <laughs> somebody. I don't keep up. Somebody. Uh. Well, you know he fought August Alcina. Um. You should have known that he got an altercation with Prince from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood on uh, Miami. Um. He ran down on Travis Scott. Oh, wow! Well, I actually remember most of these. And then there was one where this one dude. Well, he didn't run down on Travis Scott. Him and Travis Scott got into an argument that almost got physical. And then he ran down on some up-and-coming rapper who dissed him. He made that dude apologize like he was going to beat his ass. Tori has, I remember that. Tori mm-hmm. has some serious issues. And then when you see how his dad reacted, you're like, oh, you get it from him. My favorite thing, we're going to talk a little bit about this trial, was them blaming Rock Nation and Jay-Z for this situation. And I, yeah, I didn't, and somebody I didn't said, understand that. <laughs> 
Want to know exactly how I'm feeling? Yes, sir. I just stood here in this Los Angeles County and witnessed the worst miscarriage of justice yes. that this world has ever seen. Yes. You want to know how I feel? I'll tell you exactly how I feel. I got some names that I want to call. Alex Spiro, Desiree Perez, and the whole wicked system of Rock Nation, yep. including you, Jay-Z. Yes, yes. You who yes. say you yes. rose from the gutter, but you have traded and bartered the souls of young men, and you're still doing it. Amen. Jay-Z can't even get y'all to download title. Yeah, he could control... And I was like, yeah, right. You're right. He sure couldn't get people to download the title, but he could control this. Facts. Um, and if you looked at the situation, just objectively, only two people could have really shot at Mac. It was going to be him or Kelsey. That was it. And Kelsey thought she was doing her due diligence when she reneged on everything she had said earlier because she had immunity. And they had to remind her, perjury does not cover you from immunity. Like, we got you saying this, this, and that. And she's like, well, I'm going through a lot right now. So people thought like, oh, yeah, see, she was lying in the beginning, blah, blah. Tory definitely didn't take the stand because he wasn't going to incriminate himself. But he got caught. I mean, he got caught. Um, charged, found guilty on all three charges. Felony, uh, the trial lasted two weeks. He faces up to 22 years in prison and deportation. At this juncture, guys, I think it's January 27th. There are still people saying, I hope you don't have to do no jail time. Why? He did a crime, right? We all agree. I he created. He 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 had a crime. And I, that and was I, a crime. And I said from the beginning, go back to some old ass studio floor episode. I think he was drunk. I think he didn't mean to do this. That's why he shot at the ground. And the bullet fragment went into her foot. But if I take out a gun on some play play type shit and end up killing somebody. I'm, I'm going, going to jail. Yeah, I'm going to get in trouble on it. They're going to be like, when you play, take out a gun, blah, blah. And then the phone call came out that was played in the for the jury that the people who was biased against Meg did not bring up. Some of them didn't bring up the phone call that this man said sometime back when Megan said, I got you apologizing, said I was apologizing for fucking both of y'all. If y'all heard that phone call, that man was not apologizing for sleeping with two women. He was so apologetic to Megan and is she all right what hospital she's ever going to talk to me again blah blah this blah blah that the question becomes why didn't you just keep that same energy of being apologetic instead of being this asshole I ain't shoot you you just bitter bitch and I'm this and I'm that why and I'm going to say this to the day I die men continue to let their dicks get them in trouble this man was fucking mm-hmm. two friends and tried to fuck Kylie that night it was not enough for him not enough I don't understand it. He flew too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you have any thoughts on um on uh Tory Lanez and this trial? And what you um, on social media? I got nothing. That man was wild. Yeah. Um. And just use this as a lesson. I can't believe they brought kids to this trial. He brought his son there. He brought his little sister, little sister who's like seven or eight, and she's like, "Rock Nation did this to my little brother, my brother." And I was like, "Y'all brought these kids to these trials, man. I don't want to be home watching cartoons. It's Christmas time. Trying to be watching no trial." All right, <clears throat> I think we touched on everything except for stuff I watched. All right, let's talk about some, a few things that I watched. Uh, 
I saw the Call Me Miss Cleo documentary. Oh, how was that? That documentary was interesting, but it seemed so lazy by the producers. So, Miss Cleo, I can't remember the woman's real name anymore. She has played this role so long. The only due diligence they really did was go to Seattle where she started and talk to two black people who said this was a character she created because she was in like a theater group or something like that, right? And um, they said she was nice and cool, whatever, blah, blah. But they was like, this is not her accent. This is not how she talks. She got, uh, she she did a commercial, right? And she was so good at the commercial, they made her the face of these psychic hotline. And then they talked to people who actually worked at the psychic hotline. It was like, we was given a script. All we was told to keep you was uh, keep you online for a, a, a long time and take all these people money. Take so, all your money. So that company got sued. And because Miss Cleo has signed one of the little checks or agreements or something, they threw her in the lawsuit. And they, <clears throat> she eventually gets dropped, but her reputation was destroyed. And this will bother me the most. She, they tried to paint her as a sympathetic figure, but she was steadfast on, I'm really a psychic. I talk to spirits. After this would happen, she found this white community and these white people loved her. It was basically giving me a magical Negro trope because it was like, no, she talked to spirits and she did this and she did that. Not magical Negro. Yeah. <laughs> She, no was a, she was like Maybe i'm taking grow. i'm talking to spirits i'm doing all these things <clears throat> she was not hanging out with black people anymore because i think black people just question it but these white people didn't really question too much as far as she told not. us she had a horrible childhood she was dating some of these white women who never met her parents i was like how you never meet this woman's parents and then <clears throat> what bothered me was they didn't ask the company or Miss Cleo had did a documentary in 2012. I think it's called Hotline. There was never a question of, did you really work at the hotline or were you just in the commercials? Did anybody right. ever call this psychic hotline and actually talk to you? Or was it all a front? Uh, apparently they said she had kids. We didn't talk to any of these kids. We never talked. They got a birth certificate, never talked to the family because they were trying to get her story straight. Didn't do any of this. Um, she ended up dying in 2016, 2017. Oh, she had okay. cancer. Uh, she was les she was a lesbian. She came out late in life. But other than that, no, it was it was weird. It was, and I was like, y'all didn't do y'all didn't do your due diligence. Y'all could have just talked and see if any of these things were correct. I saw Woman King. I thought that was a good little action movie. I um, did see Woman King a while back, so that was good. I don't understand why they felt they needed to put a love story in the middle of this and y'all when i tell y'all this love story shocked the hell out of me because <laughs> at the point i can't remember the woman's name but she is adorable and i mean this with the most of respect the utmost respect this woman who plays uh like this young warrior who was being betrothed betrothed to like these older men and she was like i want to do that i want to join it's not the Dora Milaje. That's what it's called in Wakanda. I forgot what they call the Ajoji or something. I pop, <laughs> that I is pop so it true. Um, <clears throat> she has such a baby face. And when I look at her, did. she is 30 she years old. Me and this woman are 10 years you apart. You lie. No, she is 30. And I was like, you have such a little baby face. You couldn't have told me shorty wasn't like 20. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to hold you. Uh, so 
So when they're showing, when they're showing um, the women bond, when they're going through basically like what is camp, boot, boot, boot camp for them. And then um, what's the old girl name? Viola got mad at her. She was like, I saw the way you look at men. I said, wait, when was she looking at men? You know, and then she was like, how come the men soldiers get to have, you know, uh, wives and children and we can and all this. So when they brought the light skinned brother out and I was like, yeah, we don't really need this at all. We, we <laughs> oh, I apologize. She is 31 years old. Thuso Naquanda Mbedu. Look at me. She's South African. Andrew. She's 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> 31. July 8th, 1991. And she looked like a baby. <laughs> she looked like a child. I thought that girl was like 20, 21. You look good, sis. Yeah. <clears throat> It was beautifully shot. I, it's something about seeing black skin in HD or 4K. You're just like, look at us glowing. That's why Insecure was so good. Because you were just seeing us look amazing. Yeah. Um, John Boyega did a good job. John, to me, and I be judging stuff like this. John Boyega as King Gazo or Gizzo or whatever, right? He looked, his body type looked like the body type for that era. The swole ass dude that she was interested in who was like half black, half French. I was like, fam, mm-hmm. you look like you go to the gym. And you can't you can't be looking like you go to the gym in the 1800s. There is no gym. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> he had to give us body. Yeah. Like, body. <laughs> uh, but fun little movie. Enjoy that. I also saw Bullet Train. That's on Netflix. I watched Bullet Train. I enjoyed Bullet Train. That is Train. a fun little action movie. It's, it is. It is something watched... about assassins and that closed space and going through the cars. Couple of deaths I was upset with. But I, all in all, Yo, I nah, for real. I was like, why? Why? But I did enjoy that. And I just watched Knives Out. Oh, the first the one? The second one? Yeah, oh, the Glass I don't Onion. Glass Onion. I don't think it well, it's Knives Out, Glass Onion. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. it's a spinoff. I don't think I've seen the first one. I don't remember actually seeing I the wanted first to watch one. the first one first so before I watched that one. But I, I didn't know there it. was a first one. That's what I'm like. <laughs> I, just, I just saw like a preview for this one. And me and my girls was watching it. My one girl was like, oh, the sequel. Like, it's another one. I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I might go back and try to watch that one. But watch that. I kind of dozed off. But that was on me because I watched it late. But it was still good. Uh, Although, real question. How did you feel about Janelle Monet? I didn't see the movie yet. I haven't, oh, seen, I haven't seen it. Okay. Is she in it a lot? Or they try to use her? Like, because she's in no, the trailer. No, she's in it. Okay, okay. No, she's in it. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, so and I'll do this real quick. <laughs> real quick. Uh remember the well, I don't know how y'all how many of y'all remember, but before the last episode, I said I was watching these Christmas holiday movies. I had finished them before my surgery, so we could talk about these movies. And um that was perfect holiday this Christmas. Best Man Holiday and Almost Christmas. I have a few questions because there's a theme between all of these movies. One is they all have dance sequences. All of these movies have a scene, except for Perfect Holiday, but a kind of a Chico because Charlie Murphy plays a rapper and there's a video of him dancing and stuff like that. It is what it is. Why don't we, as black people, have kid Christmas movies? These are all adult Christmas movies. How we don't have a like a black home alone or black um Christmas story? 
do black kids not celebrate Christmas? Like, what is going on? And then, like, okay. and I'm not even bringing um, Friday at the next. That's also a Christmas movie about adults. There's not kid Christmas movies. Hmm. Um, this Christmas and almost Christmas have the two sisters that are beefing. And this Christmas uh-huh. is Regina King and Sharon Lil. And uh-huh. then an almost Christmas is Gabrielle Union and the girl from Set It Off. I can't remember her name. Uh, um, Elite, not Elise Neal. Yeah, uh, Nat Queen, Nat Vivica, and Nat Jada. The other girl. I know. I'm like, what is her name? <laughs> yeah, they're beefing about you have the life I want and blah, blah. Almost Christmas got to be the wildest one because it's the one with JB Smooth and he's playing this basketball player named Lonnie and he ends up fucking Carrie Hilson. If and you like, he cheats on his wife. Also happens in this Christmas, mm-hmm. but if this Christmas is last Alonzo cheating over G, I'm like, did y'all not watch these movies? Did y'all not y'all? Like, no, they were like, I feel like they came out a year apart or something. Like no, they were like the same. This movie Christmas is 2007. It comes out the same year as Perfect Holiday. Almost Christmas is 2016. It's the oh, latest. The best Man Holiday is 2013. Is the And then they speaking give, of Best Man, did you watch the final chapters? Oh, I've seen the first two episodes and I got thoughts. <laughs> so, <laughs> Come back when you watch the rest. Oh, well, real quick though, on Best Man Holiday, the first, but listen, and I, I won't say, don't say anything. I don't think I like where they're going. I don't, but I'm hoping I'm being tricked. The first two episodes really feel like Best Man 3. I'm like, oh, this could have been Best Man 3. This, the- I think that's what it was supposed to be. And then they opted out of doing it as a movie. And because when you go into those two, when you go into the next set of the series of six, it's a big gap. It's like a five year gap. And then they kind of flash back through everything that they've been going through over those five years. It's not bad, though. No. And ultimately, what it seemed like they would have done was given us a best man three and then given us final chapters. But instead of making it a movie, they just made it a whole series. Yeah, so the I- first two is connected. Like, that's the thing. And then you're going to get this, like, what's been going on in these, like, five years moving forward. And then you get in, like, current times. Okay. I, I really enjoyed the the first two. I was like, oh, this works as this works as a movie. I can see yeah. how I can, it, you can do this. Um, uh, just all the fucking that Morris Chestnut is doing. And then first, you can't be just naked at the pool and not getting no type this of It was like, and, and I'm here. Yeah. Tad out how you like me now is what he said. Monique in Almost Christmas playing this old woman when she is only like two years older, two or three years older than Gabrielle Union makes no sense. Oh, and they gave us um, they gave us a love and basketball reunion. Like they, this is how I knew they was cheating with this movie. So in this movie, Gabrielle Union's character comes back home. Danny Glover, I think, is a dad, and the mom had passed away. And this whole thing is about them trying mm-hmm. to find these recipe. Yes. Oh my god. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Omar Epps is next door. Now, y'all remember mm-hmm. Omar Epps was supposed to be with Gabrielle Union in Love and Basketball, mm-hmm. but he goes to cinema. And this is a plot. You were supposed to go to prom with me and blah, blah. And the whole reason he didn't, they didn't go to prom is because one of his friends was talking mess about her and she felt like he didn't stick up for her, so she stood him up. Cool. Until you get to the part where she says, he says, but you didn't know how um, he, he, uh, his, his nose got broken. Oh, you broke his nose? Fam, this is a small town. That shit would have got out. Like, what are you talking about? This high school. Somebody would have known, like, yeah, he broke his nose. Anyway, they get together. Um, <laughs> I think Nicole Ari Parker's in this. Nicole Ari Parker was fun uh, in uh, those first two episodes as well. 
I was trying to get a read. Like, is she Mariah Carey in this world? Like, who is she in this world? Um, okay, I can see that. <laughs> this Christmas was wild. It's got Columbus Short in that, too. He's dating a white yeah. girl, and he brings a gun to the club. And then Laura London was trying to fuck in the closet. I'm just trying to remember things. <laughs> oh, and Idris Elba. Supposed to... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I'm like, because I ain't seen these movies in a while. But the more you tell them, I'm like, yeah, no, that's accurate. This, wild, this is wild with this Christmas is wild. The whole plot is basically music is the worst thing that can happen to a family. Because the daddy followed his dreams and left the mama. It should have, could have, would have. Yeah, and went <laughs> across. To, it, they make such a big deal about the father going overseas to play in a jazz band. I thought he was going to show back up. But no, Daryl Lindo has taken his place and Idris Elba still got beef with them, but he also went to go do music. And then Chris Brown's character got to keep it a secret. Here's my question. They tell us Chris Brown is super young. How is he performing at this club? you're surprised about that no because that's not surprising at all because talent can do that remember because nick cannon was like 16 performing at that club in hollywood as stand up and he ain't had no business okay you got talent we're gonna get you in here so then this is the wildest part they they say we got to get a part where chris brown is not chris brown um columbus short's character has to get in trouble he's a war for the military so he's got this white girl uh, white wife Right. And he's afraid to tell his family about it, even though they seem cool as hell. And um, <clears throat> these two brothers push up on her. And he was like, yo, she with me, blah, blah. So then you think that's the end of it. No, they come back to him and be like, yo, my bad. We ain't know you was with the white sister or whatever. And I heard they ain't got much junk on the truck, but they knees is heavy, you know, real steady. So then he beat him up and take out a gun in the club and he get arrested. And that's how they find out he's in my A. And then they find the woman, and not only is it his wife, she's pregnant. I'm thinking, cool, you're done enough. This is a lot to deal with. Then she turned around and say, she turned around <laughs> and say, no, my parents have no idea who he is either because of the, ra-. I'm like, wait, so both of y'all are a secret to each, this doesn't make any sense. You would think one side, it would have it it made Columbus Short look character look even worse if her family knew about him. I'm like, you should just did that. Um, Perfect Holiday is so dumb because it's basically these kids going up there and wishing that Santa Claus could because uh, Gabriel Union character wanted a compliment. You know, I just wish one man would compliment me. And Morris Chestnut plays this Santa Claus with Faison Love as an elf and the girl from the craft slash half and half is one of her friends and so is Jill Maddock. Jill Marie Jones is the other friend. And they're all just like, oh, I want love. And Charlie Murphy is her ex-husband who is basically like a Diddy character. And Cat Williams is the manager, and he's not even funny in this movie. It makes no sense. So Morris Chestnut is a singer-songwriter, right? And I'm trying to figure out how he pay rent if he can't find a hit. He's little, Spoiler alert, he get a hit because Charlie Murphy needs a song and his CD comes across this. But during non-Christmas time, how do you pay rent? Anyway, they get together and fall in love because Christmas. And she showed this man her kids early. Christmas. Like, yo, <laughs> these kids kept going back to this, where well, the little girl keeps going back to the mall to go talk to Santa. By the time Christmas has happened, this man has not only met her kids, he has spent one-on-one time with them. What is going on? This movie moves so fast. And then y'all know yes. Best Man Holiday, which is, what did I write? Oh, this is a while. <laughs> so, Q really asks merch. Because y'all remember, if y'all don't remember Best Man Holiday, because they don't really go with, they go, they do a recap, but it's basically 
Yo, Mia, uh, Mia? Mia died. Yeah. Uh, and then, blah, blah, There was a side story. Everybody has a story. Merch was worried about his wife's candy video getting out before they were married, and it was expecting the school fun they were trying to get. So Q really said, yo, who sucked dick better, Candy or Shelby? Yo, none of my friends would ever ask me who fucks and sucks better. Like, that is a wild thing. Um, Harper's broke with a baby on the way. Lance is about to break the record, whatever I wrote. Oh, I really thought I like Jordan and her white boyfriend, Brian. I was surprised. They really was like, bye. Yeah. Shelby's a housewife that continues. Uh, talent show is the best scene. Shelby throwing her panties as well. I'm here for Shelby and Can- and Candy being friends in Best Man Holiday because they do, I mean, the final chapters because they did in those first two because they do make up at the end of the movie. Uh, Mia coughing up blood. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Thrip. Oh, this is funny <laughs> to me. So the funeral was three days after he breaks the record or she dies, right? I really thought that somebody was going to propose at this funeral the same time like how Harper proposed at this wedding. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, is it worse to propose at a funeral than at a wedding? But no, the baby, they go into labor at the funeral and then the movie happens. All right, that's all that. Let's get out of here with Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm not going to hold y'all. I missed one episode. I did not see the episode where um, Robin and Giselle had their talent show, but I felt like I didn't need to because they did not a great- their talent show. Oh, yeah, they- <laughs> their live show because they recap it in this episode which you don't watch any other ones but like these two the black ones right the the funny stuff that andy be having these people do is crazy to me so case in point salt lake city they had these women dress up as marilyn monroe with these wigs on and be like we're gonna have a marilyn monroe appreciation party we're gonna go out and have fun and Sure enough, they did that. But sure enough, they was arguing with these wigs and looked ridiculous. I'm like, they made y'all look so stupid with these blonde ass wigs having real life. You said this and you keep my name out your mouth. And I'm like, y'all look so silly. They you know, it's just the whole argument amongst this group. These groups be amazing because like, you still be having to work with these people. These are your cork. And then what they did with this black and white title scenes to the point where they made next week episode. Next week, with the t- yo, I was tickled. <laughs> I was ticked. I was like, well, that's kind of cute. They wasn't going to um, pay for the uh, for the um, rights for the um, one of the performers. I can't remember the her drag, name. Uh, yeah, the, the drag, drag queen. performance. Yeah. Oh, they was like, we ain't paying for that shit. That's a VH. Tell Viacom to pay for that. That's VH1 show. <laughs> that is not our show. <laughs> um, rumor has it that Robin will not be back next season. Didn't I tell y'all? I told y'all a couple of weeks ago about this Juan Dixon situation. Yep. And it was just like, and that's paternal. supposed to be for, that's supposed to be the reason why they're not coming or they I don't know if this is like, we just going to take the next season off and hopefully we can get everything together or you just not going to return ever again. Listen, I don't know. They tell you when y'all work at a school, if you see something, say something. And in his situation, I think there's two, there's a couple of things. Somebody did a, a, a a good breakdown of the video of what's going on in this in this thing in the situation but basically this is lucian brownlee he's a former basketball player and assistant head coach at coppin state university he's accused of posing as a woman online and forming a relationship with eben williams who's also now a former player from coppin state as the relationship developed he convinced williams to send him new photos of himself and williams did it but when he tried to end the online relationship brownlee posing as a woman told him he had to send more or he was going to be exposed Williams didn't want to lose the scholarship, so he continued to send more photos. 
Brownlee, who was William's coach at the time, then approached him and told him he was also being extorted by the same person. And that online person told him that him and Williams had to have sex together, put it on video and send it to her or they would both be exposed. This dude's nuts. But Williams didn't want to lose a scholarship, so he agreed to do it. So he had the encounter with his coach, but it didn't end there. The online person continued to make requests of Williams, but this time Williams said, I'm not doing it anymore. But once he refused, Brownlee, posing as the woman, released the videos. A lot of things don't really add up though. I'm gonna call, I'm not even gonna hold you. So the assistant coach uh, pretended to be a woman and had the dude send nudes. And then, and I'm just trying to recall some of this, and then approached the dude and was like, yo, she doing the same thing to me. She said, being you got to fuck or she going to release the nudes. My guy, I'm not gay. We not fucking release the nudes. Anyway, they end up fucking. I'm like, we not fucking. I don't care. Like, yo, I would have, listen, you come to me with some wild shit. I'm thinking, wow, that is wild. And two, I was like, even if I felt like this was going to help, it ain't going to help. My dick ain't getting hard. We, what are you doing? We good, man. Uh, just take the video. So, now the the player is suing and blah blah, but allegedly, uh, Juan knew that that assistant coach had issues and still hired him, and then Juan didn't do enough when he heard about the situation. Fam, all I'm doing is going to who, who I gotta go to the dean, the athletic district. Hey, this is what I've been told. Y'all go ahead and investigate. I'm giving right. y'all all the information. Is I'm not gonna be like I'll take that into consideration. No, I'm not saying that's what he did, but that's what is alleged to be done. So. All right, let's back to this episode. What did you think about Karen's talent show? <laughs> I mean, it was w more put together than uh, Giselle's and Robin's, I guess. Yo, they showed me that clip of them, like, showing your best dance moves. I was like, what's going on here? So, Ashley got in her TikTok bag, and they was like, okay, so we're going to have Ashley, Ashley do dances. I'm like, yeah. I fast forward through that, that little section. I was having secondhand embarrassment. The Grand Diamond Friends, it was Jasmine Masters of RuPaul's Drag Race. And there was, I forgot who the other person was. So throughout this, Mia and Jacqueline, I guess Mia used a flashlight to look up Jacqueline's pussy. Shit's fucking weird. Shit is They do too weird. much goofy shit to fall out. Like, if y'all been to hell and back with each other, we, I was like, what we falling out for? <laughs> we could, I don't seen your, your pussy. You asked me to go look in your pussy, and we ain't fucked. I, we don't, well, like, her and her husband got her a car or something, a portion. A lot of it don't make sense. But for Mia, and I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. She's upset that Karen told about the story, but you told this story on television. That part. And then you tried to hijack the show. I don't, I don't get Mia it. Is, Mia, I'm not a fan of. Wow. Um, no, but the thing about it for me is, and... Uh, what's that girl name? Candace is giving very much. I can tolerate you this season. Like there was a long time where I didn't like Kenya, and I feel like the last year or so, Candace really had this newfound her, and yeah. she's becoming likable. And I feel like in this episode, I was like, you know what, Candace, Candy girl, I ain't mad at you. She's like, I'm not about to sit here and entertain this lying as you're lying. You lied. You didn't even lie a little bit. You lied a lot. Yeah. You and then got on the social medias and act like I'm going to be vindicated. Bitch, do you not see production? Production has made a fool of you, a complete fool. And I won't ask you to apologize because what I did do, and at one point I was like, 
Well, if Ashley felt like she is building a new bond with Candace from wherever they were, and somebody tell me that your man was talking to them in some kind of way, and I'm trying to rebuild a connection to you, I would come and be like, I'm not trying to start no shit. I just want you to know what was said to me. Yeah. Now, Ashley was like, I mean, I Ashley. Candace felt like this was some bullshit coming off the shit that from Giselle. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason why I feel like you really feel like it's bullshit is because you know people to to set up plots and storylines, yep. especially coming from Giselle. So it makes whatever you saying, Ashley, not even seem trusting because it's coming off of Giselle, right? Had Ashley, and I know Ashley said she didn't know at time that she went to go visit her at the house, but had she even told her in a different private setting, then I feel like it could have been received a little differently. But I'm hoping that at the reunion. That Ashley can go. I was. I took her word because she was my friend for a year and a half. I didn't Yo, realize she was going yeah, to lie. Hold on, wait. Let me pause there. So for those who don't know, who don't watch the show, she's uh, you're referring to Deborah, and yeah. it's always weird when people give you. There are certain ways where you start talking, and you building up to something. Like man, I've known this person since. So when they start saying since, you like childhood, high school. When you get before you got married, like I knew them before. She was like, I know these girls for a while, a long time, one year and a half. I'm like, that's not even a long time for you to be trusting these women. Not enough time, not at all. So Deborah, I, I don't know what it is. It has not, it has nothing to do with gender. I promise y'all this, but it is something about people who we don't deem universally attractive, thinking that everybody wants them, annoys mm-hmm. the fuck out of me. I'm like, what Deborah, I'm also very confused though. You got a husband. Yeah, Deborah. Why has, do you want this man to want you so bad? Like it, this story don't even make sense. It, is, it was a couple of parts too. This is the second story that we've heard, and I'm trying to figure out what's the end game. I know Andy doesn't get interviewed, but I'm like, what is your end game with all these women accusing Chris, and none of this shit is really anything. It's just right. What, what with Giselle, well, I was alone talking to him. He didn't press up on you. He didn't flirt. No, her his elbow touched my elbow. Or something like that. She said, Which, "I was like nowhere near close by." And what is what was I guess the week before because it happened in this episode. Wendy and her husband, and he was like, "She was like, oh, she, Mister Smiley." He, he was, was like, like, "I, I do smile." smile. Right <laughs> <laughs> He's got a great smile, and he smiles a lot. So I was like, "Okay, what are we doing? Like, what we gotta have some more meat on this bone than just it, yeah, because there just are dudes. Bullshit. We know that there's dudes out here living foul." Grabbing yeah. ass and titties, sliding DMs on some net conspicuous shit. Like you could just tell, like the same way we, you could hear that Tory call, and I'm like, you ain't really. It doesn't sound like you're apologizing for fucking. It. it sound like you're apologizing for shooting. There's some you could read some messages and be like, you trying to fuck this chick. You are not really trying to be like, oh, I want you to taste. No, you can, there's some innuendos in there. So for them to go this far with the Deborah, and I'm like, Deborah, stop it. I don't know what it's about, and I'm like, it's because they take turns going after everybody, man. That's yes. what, and and that the little Robin knew that shit was coming. That's why she gonna be the fuck out of dodge. Yeah, yeah like y'all ain't gonna season. do this. What y'all not gonna do uh, is lean on that. Candace. But first, you had Karen Huger, yep. then you had uh, Monique's husband, then you had the little moment with with uh, Giselle's baby daddy, and then you know you got oh you had two seasons of Mister Darby. Yeah, <laughs> and now it was Chris' turn, and uh, oh no! And last season it was Eddie's turn. Here's the thing, though: Candace is quickly becoming one of my favorites because of the shade she does in her little thing. Oh, she's so good. I watched this, 
show purposes and I watch I sometimes catch um Atlanta. I would watch all of them if you guys have give me a version where Candace is in the corner commenting on everything that's on the screen. Just like a pop-up video. I would like really are entertained. <laughs> when she called that girl a Muppet, I knew exactly what Muppet she was talking yep. about. That ego. Yep. And I was like, Yeah, I know. It's the- no, nah, I'ma get that to her. She be in her bag on the shade. <laughs> she be in her bag. I'm I am I'm, I'm very up and down with Candace sometimes, but when you write, you write, bitch. When you write, you was right. All right. All right. I think that's it. We gave y'all an hour and a half. We have a, I'm excited. I, I, we, we, we usually don't talk production, but January's an easy month. I, I don't know what say you, but I really think we should just do our Patreon on Martin Luther King Day because we both, I'm off and I don't know, if school, y'all don't have school, so we probably could do that after. And that's going to be Black Jeopardy. I found the Black Jeopardy. I'll make sure that we're using fa- um, FaceTime. I can share the screen. So you can see okay. some of these things. Okay. It's, it, that should be exciting. I've already prepped prepped the February one. I cannot wait for that. I just want to make sure we do the February one before Valentine's Day. Because it's got to do with 90s R&B. And y'all know what genre that goes with. So I want to make <laughs> sure we do that one before then and get that out. All right. Feels good to be back. Kind of missed this. No, I didn't miss this. I ain't kind of miss it. Though y'all know low key type shit. Um, happy New Year. <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the holidays. Glad to be back. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. At Sexy Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chat. I'm Nia's with the Z Shell. I have not said that in so long. <laughs> I was like, shit, what is it? Uh, let's see. Make sure you check out other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Support on the Patreon. Yo, speaking of which. I got my uh, my Equifax settlement five dollars and twenty one cents. Oh wow! And that was one of the, uh, the low ones. I think some people had four dollars, eight dollars. You wait, we waited years for this. I had to go prove that I had credit monitoring and all this. And I'm like, I got more money from Facebook than I got from. It's like, Look. All right, I'm waiting for Snapchat and Google now. I, you know what? I want to just start being one of those people who just just do class action lawsuits. And if I can live off that, that'd be great. She's like, let me just jump on this. Let me just do everything. All right. Until next time, guys, I say peace, she says. Bye.